There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Yeah, Fountains of Wayne's biggest hit, Stacy's Mom, Cincinnati's Q102, with singer-songwriter Adam Schlesinger, who uh, passed away at the age of 52 yesterday of complications from the coronavirus. Really sad to hear that. So sad to hear that. A statement from the band's attorney saying, although he'd been making some small improvements over the last few days, Adam's condition was critical and he was ultimately unable to recover from COVID-19 complications. He was a truly prolific talent and even more so a loving and devoted father, son, and friend. Adam Schlesinger, gone at the age of 52. Yeah, Yeah. very sad. Well, O.J. Simpson has been watching The Tiger King or at least the first six episodes, and he is convinced that Carol Baskin murdered her husband. Is he now? A, yes. <laughs> you know. Um, in a ridiculously tone-deaf Twitter video, he says, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is Tiger Sashami right now. I'm just saying. I've had so many people on my case ask me to watch some show called Tiger King. Well, yesterday I watched this show. And oh my God, is America in this bad a shape? I watched about six episodes of this show and I couldn't even believe what I was looking at. White people, what's with you and wild animals? Leave them animals alone. (laughs) The show is crazy, but it's so crazy you kind of keep watching. One thing I will say, there's not a shred of doubt in my mind that that lady's husband is uh, Tiger Shushimi right now. Oh, well, he might have some inside information on that. (laughs) Yeah. He does know a thing about that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody would know. If you spot it, you got it, right? I guess so. Uh, He also offered this critique of the – yeah, I love that, the the what's with you and wild animals. Leave the animals alone. Leave them alone. So he made this video right after getting back from the golf course. So he's doing all right. Apparently, the oh, golf courses good. aren't on social distancing lockdown yet in Vegas. No, so they're he's not. Still they haven't been out even, every day. Uh, I think locally they haven't been because that is a sport that I guess you can distance play. Right, pretty easy. And yeah. some country clubs have still remained open. And I saw the governor kind of talking about that too. Like, mm. Mm, I don't really know. Well, he, but, he's supposed to make another order today. Yeah, uh, at some point that might involve parks and yeah. churches and. So we think he so might end up shutting that down. Huh? Well, yesterday he shut down the Hobby Lobby because I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but 
he ordered the stores closed and Hobby Lobby closed, but they opened back up. And then he was like, no, you're not doing that. So he issued an order saying Hobby Lobby in Ohio, you are closed. And he shut them down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't practicing this social distancing order that he put out. Yeah. It's like you couldn't be responsible. And now I have to take it away. <laughs> yeah. You did true, it to yourself. A lot of people. A lot of people have been crafting. Like, I know, Jen, you used to craft and stuff, but I think it's just something like projects and people can do with their kids. For kids, yeah. I mean, thank God I have all these sticker books for Jacob, yeah. you know, to sit and do. Popsicle mm-hmm. sticks, man. Everybody's scooping up those popsicle sticks. <laughs> uh, hey, you remember a couple of years ago, by the way, Thane Maynard's going to call in any second now from the Cincinnati Zoo. Uh, as you can imagine, you know, with them being closed, um, you know, they're bleeding money right now. They could really use some assistance from the community. So anyway, when he calls in on the hotline, I'm just going to go right to him. But while we're waiting on him, you guys remember a couple of years ago when Jeffrey Owens, who played Elvin on the Cosby show, was kind of job shamed for working at Trader Joe's to make ends meet? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's making sure everyone appreciates those grocery store workers during this crisis. He actually wrote a column for People magazine where he said, quote, the people who right now are working at Trader Joe's as well as so many other grocery stores and supermarkets in handling, organizing, and serving food products to us. These people, like our medical caregivers, are literally risking their lives for our good. This is true heroism. So that was cool to see him recognize those folks. Yeah. Uh, Sean Penn and his nonprofit, CORE, which stands for Community Organized Relief Effort, have partnered with the city of Los Angeles to help run a coronavirus testing center in East L.A. Former NFL player Myron Raleigh is now a third-year neurosurgery resident. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At Massachusetts General Hospital. And wow. he's been working to save the many patients he's seen with coronavirus. He said our, our neurological, or I'm sorry, our uh, neurosurgical floor has been transformed into a floor just full of COVID-19 patients. It's hectic, that's for sure. Myron was drafted by the Titans 10 years ago when he played three years at defensive back for them. Taylor Swift is paying three months of salaries and health care costs for the employees of a Nashville record store called Grimy's New and Pre-Loved Music. The co-owner of the store said, I didn't even know we were on her radar. (laughs) But she really stepped up to help after the recent tornadoes that struck Nashville and Middle Tennessee. And now she's trying to help a beloved small business in her city. And that's just cool. Yeah. Thanks, Taylor. Uh, Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics is donating his blood plasma after beating coronavirus to try to help others. Some experts actually think that 
taking the plasma of a person who's beaten the virus and giving it to currently infected people can help them get better because it would have antibodies. But uh, doctors say finding donors has been really tough, so that's why he's doing that. And on that note, I'm going to bring in Thane Maynard. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing good. We were just talking about you a few minutes ago. We wanted to see how things were were coming along at the Cincinnati Zoo. I I know that you know you've had to shut down, and, and that's got to be hurting you financially. Well, you know we miss all the crowds. This would be spring break time, and of course, good weather, so we would have crowds. But the good news is, you know, our zookeepers and our veterinarians are there every single day. So. People don't need to worry. The animals are getting the care and the food that they need. That's good. As you know, in a crisis, people really rally. Right. And so I would imagine you'd be asking for donations right now just because you're not seeing those crowds this time of year. You know, we are very fortunate. I often say Cincinnati is a zoo town, and every family in our area has a story of how they or their kids have had a time at the zoo. So there are lots of ways that people can, and thankfully are supporting the zoo you know you can renew or purchase a membership we can make that start you know when we finally open um and hopefully (laughs) that'll be sooner than later a lot of people are adopting animals which is really fun it's a thing you can share with your families um and you can donate directly there's a a way to donate on our facebook page when you watch our home safaris every day at 3 p.m which if you haven't seen are totally great you can also donate on our website uh to you know the emergency operating fund and that would help because, um, you know, our expenses are still very high. Sure. The zoo spends almost $2 million a year just buying groceries for the animals. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Um, to, it's, can you tell us a little bit about some of the things that you are doing? You're talking about your safari. Is it, you know, on social media? How are you keeping people engaged and active? Even you though know, they can't come to the zoo, we're doing a wide variety of things, both here in Cincinnati and, of course, out on the web. Because of the popularity of these Facebook Live home safaris, we actually reach more people now than we ever have. Wow! Um, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people every day end up joining our Facebook group just to catch these home safaris. So that's kind of fun. You know, the purpose of the zoo is to inspire people with wildlife, and when you watch these, because they're unscripted. There's no spin. It's a, it's a keeper with the animal that they care for every day, that they know their name and they know their habits. And so it has a lot of heart. But, you know, our team has a lot of heart, too. So some of our volunteers and some of our staff yesterday from our botanical garden picked some of our tulips because April's our big tulip festival. I love and it. You can see them online, but even better, they made them into little bouquets and they took them to first responders at Children's Hospital. Oh, that's and they great. Took them to nursing homes where they could leave them outside the window, but people could enjoy them. So since Mm -hmm. people can't get to our botanical garden right now to celebrate, we're taking the garden to them. And it's kind of nice having you as a next-door neighbor. (laughs) Well, we certainly have fun with it, that's for sure, and we try our best to, uh, you know, celebrate that the zoo will be open soon, and we very much look forward to seeing everybody there. And so if people want to stay connected by hopping on your website or seeing the photos, making a donation, where should they go? Sure. Well, the easiest is the Cincinnati Zoo's website, which is CincinnatiZoo.org, and you can follow that. There's a donate button right there. Um, Other ways, like you said, are certainly through social media. If you see or follow us on Facebook, you can see our Facebook Lives at 3 p.m. every day. There's a button to donate there. 
of course, we're all over Instagram as well and YouTube. Uh, through our YouTubes, if you miss the Facebook Live, you know, we post those as well so you can see them. Uh, and there's an opportunity to donate uh, that way as well. What a lot of people are doing is joining or rejoining the zoo just as a way of support to say, hey, we look forward to coming back and we'll be there. And, of course, memberships are one of our biggest revenue sources, so that's a neat way that's both a win-win when we're open and your family can come every day, but also uh, it does help support us where we are right now. You can do some other fun things, adopt an animal. We also have an online store. Uh, through the website, you can get on and you know buy a T-shirt or other things to help show you're a zoo lover. Nice. And Thane, have you had any extra time in your schedule to watch uh, Tiger King? You know what? I have not seen that, but boy, everybody I know talks about it, so it must be compelling. I will say I visited some of those big cat rescue places, and it's fair to say those people are crazy. <laughs> and you don't recommend adopting, yeah, a tiger or don't lion. Don't buy your or, own tiger. Right. Yeah, that, that, that begins a very steep slope downhill. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right, buddy. Well, listen, we're going to let you go. We just wanted to check in with you. Thank you for calling in and giving us an update. And if you need anything, give us a holler. Well, thanks for this, and thanks for everybody who's listening who is supporting the zoo. Uh, We certainly will be back, and it'll be more fun than ever because everybody wants to get back outside and live their lives again. (laughs) Thank you all that want to support the zoo. If you check out our website, you can certainly do it. Mm -hmm. All right, Thane Maynard. Tell Fiona we said hi. Tell Fiona we said hi. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Take it Tell easy. Them all. Thank you. I'll keep listening. That <laughs> appreciate it. Thane. <laughs> Thane Maynard, the uh, director of the Cincinnati Zoo, and today would have been such a great day to go to the zoo. Sunshine, sixty mm-hmm. degree high, Perfect. and with those tulips in bloom. I agree. And I will tell you something, too, that I was kind of um, surprised by is that so I've been a Cincinnati Zoo member for the past, I think, three years since Penelope is born. And it is so affordable. Like, and that's the thing. It's, you know, people think like, oh, it's got to be a very expensive. It is so affordable. They have different levels of memberships that you can buy. So you can do like, you, you know, mom and dad plus a kid or you can add in like grandma and grandpa and there's different levels. But you can it's in the entire year so it counts as like festival of lights you can get one of the memberships that adds in like the the rides like the carousel ride and the zoo but if you, even if you get the very lowest membership you still get a discount on all those things including mm-hmm. merchandise and the um food and all of that stuff so that's really it cool. really is a great way to support and like take your family on some really cool adventures mm-hmm. and i'm sure after you go once or twice it's paid for itself already oh totally yeah. even the parking like like, you know, it's you have to pay to park at the zoo if you just go as, you know, a regular person, non-member. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the parking is included with your membership. So, I mean, it's a great way to kind of really do some solid family time. Nice. By the way, some other good news stories you wanted to share with you this morning while we're waiting on our checks from Uncle Sam. The minor leaguers in the Texas Rangers organization are getting a visit from Uncle Shinsu, Rangers veteran Shinsu Chu is sending $1,000 to 191 minor leaguers in the Texas organization. He's got the money. He's going into the final year of a $130 million seven-year deal. But it's still a really cool gesture, I thought. And uh, finally, the masked singer 
is donating 10,000 N95 surgical masks to New York hospitals. The donation was announced by judge and former physician Ken Jeong. Hi, this is Ken Jeong. Fox and the Mask Singer have purchased 10,000 FDA-approved N95 surgical masks. They arrived in New York yesterday and will be delivered to hospitals in dire need of equipment. On behalf of everybody on the Mask Singer, we are sending all of our love, thoughts, and best wishes to all affected by coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. Stay safe and healthy and love you. There you go, guys. That's it. That's Very all I got. Cool. You got anything else, Very Jen? Cool. Just that Wimbledon was canceled, oh, which yeah. is crazy that Wimbledon has been canceled. It's the first time it's happened since World War II, and it has never happened in peacetime. You can't so. be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Sorry, John McEnroe. <laughs> yeah. But yes, John. We're very serious. It's true. He's very upset. Yes, yes he is. Right. <laughs> New vehicle sales in the U.S. are expected to drop as much as 60% in April, and they're expected to be even worse for the new Toyota Corona. Meanwhile, some adults are turning to coloring books as a way to relieve stress. Yep, it relieves stress right up until your kids realize someone's filled in all their coloring books. Walmart has said that since the beginning of the quarantine, they've seen a noticeable increase in the number of shirts they're selling, but not in the number of pants. Tops are outselling bottoms by a long shot, and they think it's because with everybody teleworking from home, you only need a shirt. You don't need pay. We've become a nation of Winnie the Poohs. Some sports news. There's a chance that the Tour de France might get canceled. Not because of the virus, because after two months at home, no one wants to be seen in spandex. Dolly Parton will launch a new digital series to read a children's book at bedtime called Good Night with Dolly. And it's ranked number two in popularity after, oh, oh no, after Good Night with Jolene. Jolene, can't you let Dolly have anything? Please don't do this just because you can. And Jolene, don't get me wrong, I'd love to listen to you read a book. Your voice is soft like summer rain, but we know that. Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel's home shows from last night. I saw a little of Jimmy Kimmel. Um, he seems to be up and running a little better than the other two. Like he's got... Um, He's, I guess, got an actual camera set up. I don't know if it's an iPhone or something set up in what appears to be like his family room. And he's mic'd, you know, so he sounds a little better. It doesn't sound like a bad Skype feed, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know how we were talking about not having the audience, not having a laugh track? He was doing his monologue, and I found myself laughing as much as I normally would even with the audience. Yeah? Yeah. I notice my laughs are just my, instead of <laughs> they're more like huh. <laughs> they're just that I'm laughing. It's just not as big of a laugh because you know I feel as though I'm laughing alone. Right, but it's much more fun to laugh with other people. I haven't spent a lot of time watching Seth Meyers or uh, Jimmy Fallon, although I'm going to set my DVR. But I did see the way Kimmel produced his show, and you know the opening is different, and they start in his house, and I guess one of the viewers was watching it and thought that he was standing in front of a green screen. And I could see why the viewer thought that. It does kind of look like it's this uh, electronic background that they created for the show. But he said, why would I be standing in front of a green screen in my own house? And so Mm -hmm. to prove that it was not a green screen, he walked off camera. You hear him go outside and then he climbs in through the actual window that was behind him 
and steps on the couch just to prove that the background is real. So he basically wow. does a does a circle, but yeah, he does a, he does a live interview, sort of via Skype with Samuel L. Jackson, which was really funny. And then they'll occasionally recycle old bits that are somewhat relatable or topical now. But I mean, this could go on for a long time, so you may as well just settle in. The laptop ain't going to do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to have to set up a real camera and figure out a way to do this for the next couple of months. Yeah, I mean, I've placed an order. I've, I've, because I know even when we're doing the house party thing, I'm still sitting. The way that I have it rigged up, my iPad right now to be able to see you guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm using books. It just, I just, it's rigged. It's totally rigged. So I did order uh, a tripod and stand for an iPad, but of course, everybody's ordering those right now. So right. it's going to take a couple of weeks before it gets here because. When I first thought about doing that, I didn't think that we'd be doing this for as long as now it looks like we're going to be doing this. You know, so. I bought the selfie stick when I was in California because I wanted to do some photography like using, um, I was, you know how I was going on those hikes and I was doing like those hillside shots, those mountainside shots uh-huh. up in the Hollywood Hills. And uh, so I used it then and then I put it away and I never used it since. And when I discovered it, Right when this all started happening, I'm like, oh, I could use that as a tripod because it doubles as a tripod and it's come in really handy. That was the best 19 bucks I ever spent. <laughs> nice. So now That's I kind of want to have one where I just keep it in my briefcase and just bring it every day and then keep one for the house. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you set up these stations for cocktail hour, you know, your Zoom conferences and things like that. Right, right. That's the new thing in homes now. When you're shopping for a home, it's like, and this is the area where you can do your video conferencing. This is your video conferencing room. This is it. This yeah. is the it. Most, yeah, this the best lighting. Right. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.